Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Liberty Wall. We are your hosts, Candice Pedraza and Jess Reinhardt. Uh, we are recording on Wednesday, September 20th. So only a few hours removed from like <laughs> the most ridiculous playoff game that I think we've seen in many, many years. Um, the Liberty pulled off the victory over the Mystics, 85 to 90. Um, it was an overtime victory. And I think the fourth quarter was just like so marred with like <laughs> turnovers. It <laughs> just very mind-boggling decisions by both teams. Um, it felt like nobody wanted to really win. Um, and the whole game just kind of left their jaw dropped, but they won. The Liberty did win. And so they just await the uh, winner of tonight's game, Wednesday night's game between the Minnesota Lynx and the Connecticut Sun in Minnesota. <laughs> um, Jess, you were once again at the game. So please tell me how ridiculous the energy was in Barclays. <laughs> okay. Well, first, karma came and got me because I was talking shit about people not getting there in time. And then I got stuck in two tunnels on the freaking Q train or something. It was literally in one tunnel. We were there for like 20 minutes. People started freaking out. I was not not having it. Um, so I did get there a little late. But um, wow, the energy was sick. It was, um, it was like, uh, was it Latin Heritage Night or I? Because again, I wasn't there from the yeah. beginning. Uh, but they were like gave out rally towels again. The music was, of course, fire because of that. And like from the jump, people people were into it. When the Liberty were losing, and they they were still hanging on though. Like it was it was incredible. And I know post game. Um, uh, Elena said that in overtime, the crowd definitely had a big impact on the on the energy. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible. I mean, they got very mad at the refs multiple times, as did the Liberty, which we'll get into later. But um, also, like the stars were out. Like I know they showed a lot on TV. Like, let's see, we had like current NBA players and Mikhail and Jalen Wilson and, and Julius Randle. We had Carmelo Anthony. We had Fat Joe, Fabulous. Like, they were all out. Um, Sue Bird was back. Jason Sudeikis. Like, it, it, like, it felt like an event, right? Like, a thing where, like, people want to be there. And it was, it was awesome. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, I really enjoy, like, how much everyone has been showing out for Liberty games. Um, even Julius Randle was there, which was awesome. Cause I, th I don't know if I think Brunson was going to games before FIBA, um, mm -hmm. probably resting up still from that. I think Mikhail, I know he was also with FIBA, but Mikhail Bridges is just like, we talked about this. Like he's just like a super fan at this point. He's not even like, a I freaking man. love like, it so much. <laughs> he's just a cheerleader for the Liberty. So that's dope. Um, but that game was absolutely wild. Um, it left me, and I'm sure you as well, with a lot more questions about the team than, I guess, answers heading into the semis, really depending on who they end up getting matched up with, because Minnesota and Connecticut present two very different challenges for them, I think. Um, both very good teams, 
Connecticut obviously has an MVP candidate in Alyssa Thomas on their roster. Minnesota arguably also has someone that's been in the MVP ladder um, for some of the season in the Fisa Collier. So it's definitely going to be an interesting result tonight. Um, I think New York has the tools to deal with either team, um, but I think it'll definitely be very interesting. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's been said, like, you know, Liberty got to figure this out. It doesn't get any easier um, from here on out, but I feel like I almost disagree with that. Like, I feel like the Mystics were the perfect team to make it hard for the Liberty, and I like that they were their first opponent in the playoffs that they did get to sweep them um, because, man, just that physicality, like, I really don't think any other team is bringing that physicality, um, especially last night when it was just, like, they had nothing to lose, and the refs were definitely letting them play. I think the Liberty were complaining and worrying about that way too much. I think that totally took them out of the game sometimes. Um, I also don't like how they didn't really make any adjustments to the pressure. Like, they kept having Sloot bring up the ball. And then finally, later in the game, you know, Stewie was bringing it up a bit. Um, But when the Mystics were going on their run, like, Sabrina wasn't bringing the ball up at all. She was kind of just hanging in the on the wing or in the corner, giving Natasha Cloud the ability to kind of play a free safety and get up into other uh, players. I also think they forced it a lot. The Liberty forced it a lot. Um, there were a lot of double, even like near triple teams. And I think Stewie specifically uh, forced up a bunch of shots through that where like there's got to be an open person so like you got even if you're not near them like get it out and they're one pass away like there's got to be an emphasis on that I think because that is one thing that I think every team will do is try to overload on either Sab or Stewie so they just need to be prepared and then I think something they did do well but not enough was getting a stop and getting in transition like I tweeted this during the game, like they're just unstoppable when they do that. Cause that's when Sab is hitting her threes and that's when she's getting those no look passes and Sloot's getting out there. And so I think just, there's gotta be an emphasis on defense and de- uh, defense, defensive rebounding. Yeah. And I mean, I think the only player for New York that really adjusted to that was John Paul Jones. Like she was taking like or trying to take three pointers. I don't know if it was multiple. It might have just been one that's sticking out. Um, no, I think she, she was she over attempted, three. She attempted three uh, three pointers last night. Yeah. Missed all three. And while I understand that those were the looks that New York was getting as a result of kind of getting stagnant on offense, or not even stagnant, but just as a result of Washington really doubling down on their defense of Sab and of Stewie. Those are not the shots I want Shonquel Jones to be taking. Yeah. And I think in overtime, she adjusted like immediately to that. Like she missed a three, I think in the fourth. And then in overtime, like she was just sealing off the paint, like for 
99% of the time of those five minutes, like she was sealing off the paint. Um, Mm -hmm. And she had a game high, actually 14 rebounds total. That was the most of anybody in the game. She had 10 defensive rebounds. Yeah. I mean, I think she had nine at halftime. Yeah. And that just shows like in the second half, like they were so like ruffled by the mystics defense and I will say, like, Natasha Cloud give, giving her her flowers slash this is a recruitment pitch to Please her. Come to you. <laughs> because she really lived up to the moment. She talked her trash. She backed it up pregame. She had, she had a career yeah. high. She had a career high. How many points? 33 33 points she had nine assists four steals six boards and you know pregame she called the mystics defense lazy she said that the tape from game one was humbling and she said that they had a rude awakening waiting for them yesterday while the rest of the team maybe didn't get the memo (laughs) unfortunately um she really did her job against sabrina i think that she did a much better job yesterday the second half of fighting through those screens i think before that she was sort of like just letting it be way too easy to allow sab to get those switches that she was getting so she could get open or just get off a really good pass um but natasha cloud is amazing had they had the liberty lost that game um i would have been definitely very worried because a an even more fired up tosh would have been like (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen in game three. Yeah. Um, so it was really big that they closed it out last night. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, it was a fun game, but definitely have some questions like after. And somebody also asked us to talk about a big lesson. The Liberty can learn about themselves from the series versus the Mystics and how they'd adjust to it in the next round. I think that was Sal's question. Yeah, I think, um, see, I, my first instinct was to say, like, their aggressiveness, whether that be on offense or defense. Um, and that is definitely part of it. But I also think they were just gassed at some point yesterday. Like, I was looking at them, and, like, they were just tired. So, I mean, thankfully, they they got it done last night, and they have a ton of time to rest for the first game will be Sunday. And it would have been Sunday anyway, even if they played Friday. So it's huge that they get this extra time. Um But, yeah, really just realizing, especially in the playoffs, especially if the other team has absolutely nothing to lose, which I think any team can feel like that at any game in the playoffs, um, you got to know that they're going to bring it and you have to be able to punch back when they do. Um, I think hopefully when they look at the tape, they do realize how much they let – not just the Mystics defense, but also like the lack of calls or maybe calls going against them, like really took them out of the flow. And I hope that they kind of like, there is a certain point where you do have to like stick up for yourself. And it's because then sometimes you'll get calls on the other side, but like just fucking play basketball, man. Like, yeah, it, no, it'll all sure. work itself out. Um, And yeah, I mean, and, you know, hopefully they just knock down some more. Sh- I mean, they uncharacteristically oh, yeah. shot 17.4% from three. Like, hopefully they just never do that again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be great. 
That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks. No. <laughs> the three-point shooting obviously has to get better. Like, and I that's something that I I don't worry about with them because they are, in my opinion, they are not going to face a defense as treacherous as Washington for I, I think the rest of the postseason. Um, you know, between Connecticut and Minnesota, which we can get into more in terms of like those matchups in a bit, but like I don't think that those two defenses, especially Minnesota, are up there with Washington's. The only team left that I would say could pose them that similar challenge would be Dallas. And that's if they're like really firing on all cylinders um on that front because they have slipped up a lot on that end of the floor post all-star break so yeah just hitting your three-point shots which they honestly did get a lot of open looks last night they just weren't yeah like there were a lot of open looks just not falling it was what it was it was just a really weird off game for them from three-point range um but like you said i think definitely just like playing through it playing through contact is going to be a big one i think both teams were complaining a lot last night like you said but I think with New York like it did end up being an issue because you had JJ getting into foul trouble you had Benajah getting into foul trouble those are two players that you cannot afford to not have on the floor and so for them to be getting into foul trouble that's not good so they need to also work on that I think in my opinion and then also just the turnovers um but I mean I think that fourth quarter I don't know what was going on. Like, first of all, that like <laughs> that that pass from Natasha Cloud like had me screaming on the playback that I was doing with Winsider. And then I was like, oh man, like New York is still gonna have time to get a shot off and they're tied. Like, this is wild. Like, what a wild finish this is about to be. And then Sloot just turns it over immediately and then it's over. Yeah. I literally tweeted, all right, Sandy, let's see this ATO. And then, <laughs> nope, let's not. That's not because it. That's, that's just not it. Um, but not I feel one. like, I don't know. It's been, I feel like it was easy last night, especially when they were losing to kind of like be down on them. But like, they're still in fucking liberty. And also like, I think we need to shout out, you know, um, first, like as a team, this is the first time that they've advanced past their first, postseason series uh since 2015 which yeah 2015 i'm pretty sure i was watching stewie play for uconn in the ncaa <laughs> tournament like that's how long it's been <laughs> um so yeah it, 20 21 2022 they got to the playoffs but lost in the first series 2016 2017 they were in the second round but they had gotten by so this is the first time since 2015 they've won that first series which is awesome um JJ balled out both offensively and defensively and Stewie too defensive I know she finally turned it on offensively after a rough first game and even defensively um I was watching ESPN uh when I got home last night and they put up a graphic and it said that Stewie held the Mystics to seven points per game as the primary defender and the Mystics shot 32% against her. And she held Elena Deldon to 2 for 10 shooting as her primary defender. So, I mean, wow. that definitely can't go unsaid. Like, yeah, even when her offense isn't working, like, she had, she's had some, had some great blocks in the series. Um, and, again, when you have that defense going and you can get 
those turnovers and get into transition, like that really is when they become unstoppable. Yeah. Um, she had three blocks also, which is like amazing to match up with JJ as well, who had three blocks. Um, another shout out that I also wanted to give was to Kayla Thornton because I feel like her yes. match was so huge. Um, she played 17 minutes, which was the most off the bench. She had six points, three rebounds. She just came in and like it was just one of those things where it might not show in the box score from the game but just her being on the floor was so disruptive um Mm -hmm. on both ends she is such a good cutter she is so good at knowing her spots and just knowing when she needs to be somewhere at any given time on the floor um she is such a reliable finisher and like i said just like disrupting things um for washington on defense where i feel like a lot of the times when she was on the floor that was when they started to get stagnant too um Mm because she's also just so good at getting into passing lanes like she was awesome um it yeah there was there was one play in particular i think it was in the third quarter when they they just were not scoring and um she finally had a cut down the baseline for an open layup from with the assist from slew because again the mystics were playing so they were so up in the liberty like, I don't know why they weren't just backcutting all the time. Like, especially as soon as KT did that, like, oh, that works. Like, let's just yeah. keep doing that. And then they and didn't just, do it again. Just... <laughs> the closest thing was that, like, Slew at one point ended up, like, practically under the rim for and, like, got a drop off, uh, I think, from Stewie, maybe. Um, but, like, yeah, if, if you're getting pressure that much, a couple backcuts will cut that out real quick. Yeah. I, we had talked about uh, JJ's rebounding, which was incredible. And I did not realize until reading the athletic article either last night or this morning um, that Sabrina, which for all the haters that were hating that she missed two free throws, it was a designed miss on the second. Sure, she missed the first one, but it was a designed miss on the second one. Because I guess Sandy was calling out a play and Sab, uh, Stewie and JJ knew to cross and Sab knew to go a little bit long and to the right and that's where JJ was going to be and that's when she got probably the biggest rebound of the game uh, to get herself to the line and hit two. So, yeah. All I'm saying to the haters is be quiet. That's all. <laughs> no, I mean, aside from like I guess getting the clamps put on her by Natasha Cloud scoring wise, Sab was still definitely able to like get a lot going in terms of being a facilitator and also well, yeah. I yeah. just don't think she was putting in a put in a position to like do what she does either. Um, yeah, that too. And again, there were also some misses like in transition and stuff that would have gotten her going. But again, like yeah, I just didn't think she was put in a position to like get to her spot, you know, uh, yeah. and, and have an impact. After the game, Alexa Philippou, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that horribly wrong, but she was from ESPN. And post game, uh, Natasha Cloud told her, I know I talk shit. I know I was in Sabrina's stuff and took a hard, I took a few hard fouls. Even though I play that villain stuff in the game, I really respect her as a player enough to make her 
my primary focus in game two. So I think that definitely speaks to, you know, obviously the internet is the internet. Like the internet is not real life. In real life, Natasha Cloud and Sabrina Ionescu, it's iron sharp, it's iron. Like they are. Yeah, and I think they embraced after the game. Yeah, they gave each other a hug. Natasha Cloud got a standing ovation (laughs) from the crowd. Like it was, it was just a fun matchup between them. Again, please come here. (laughs) You know, yeah, it was. It truly was. Um, Yeah, but yeah, I think. Um, this would be a good time to, I guess, transition into another question that we got from Jay on Twitter, who asked, what matchup benefits the Liberty in the long run, risk versus reward between Connecticut and Minnesota? And no disrespect to Minnesota, but I am really rooting for them tonight because I don't think they are consistent enough on either end of the floor to keep up with how consistent New York is with both scoring and also their defense. Um, Connecticut definitely scares me more because I will never doubt a team led by Alyssa Thomas. Dewana Bonner's also been doing her thing. I really like what they've been doing all season in the absence of so many players to injury. I think Dijon Carrington also scares me a lot off the bench. But yeah, I think that Minnesota is probably what new york wants um what are yeah. your thoughts on my, it the only argument i have to it is mm-hmm. of those two teams minnesota is the only team to have beat the liberty and they just seem kind of like a thorn in their side you know Liberty were four and over the sun in the regular season two and one versus the Lynx. but like you said as long as the sun have Alyssa thomas on their team and all their other weapons yeah, it's it, it'll it'll be a tough series no matter what. Um, even just thinking about if it were against Minnesota, the travel at least Connecticut's a bit closer, makes it a bit easier. Um, things like that. But AT has just been an absolute double double machine. Um, yeah. Maybe it turns into one of those you know you let her get hers and shut down everybody, lock else. down everyone else, and. Yeah hope you can just be AT's production basically yeah I don't I mean either way either way the Liberty can win either way the Liberty can lose um but I would definitely love the Lynx to sneak out of here with a win and it is in Minnesota too right it is in Minnesota at Target Center so that helps um I think it would be cool to have John Quell go up against her old team in the playoffs you know, yeah. she talked about how a championship is the one thing that has eluded her. Um, so to kind of like add that wrinkle into like the storyline and stuff would be good. I don't think I have my Lynx hoodie with me. Well, I think technically it's a Wolves hoodie, but they're literally the same thing. Um, <laughs> but if I did, I'd be yeah. rocking it tonight for sure. Yeah, no, I I feel like I don't know. Like it's one of those weird things where with New York, they are just so good this year that it it's hard for me to say, yeah, like, this matchup, like, really scares me. Like, the only team that really was concerning was Washington because their defense is just so good. And I really was worried that they wouldn't be able to adjust to that. They somehow eked out 
the win last night, they are not going to face, like I said earlier, a defense of that caliber and of that intensity. Maybe Connecticut, maybe Dallas would throw it. And then also, I will never doubt the Aces if they were to meet up in the finals. Yeah. It feels like it's kind of like angling in that direction. So I don't know. Like, I don't think either matchup really benefits them. I think what it could do is really help them to just get more reps in and understand what's working for them in a more physical postseason. And I think what is going to be revealed is that JJ is just going to have to continue to play to like an MVP level for the rest of the postseason. Um, or, or, and or Stewie is going to have to really step it up. Um, Turn it on. Yeah. Like, what she, she been... did for part of last night for sure. Like, she did take over a bit, I would say. She didn't have the best per- shooting percentage because, again, she was forcing a little bit. But at one point, like, Elena couldn't stop her. Like, it wasn't even that she, like, Elena played fine defense. Like, there really yeah. wasn't any more she could do. Stewie just has that turnaround jumper that, like, literally is unstoppable. And when yeah. that's going in, I mean, yeah. Um, I I I really do think last night's game is going to put the Liberty in a new gear. Like, yeah. I I just think there's there's not going to be any messing around uh, after that. Like, from the jump, you got to be ready to go, and it's a lot easier when you get a cushion in the early in the beginning of the game and like you don't let up. So let's. Let, let's yeah. run those plays, please. Um, yeah. And, you know, with the Sun, and again, like, I think we should shout out Stephanie White, too, for, for the Sun being coach of yeah. the year. Like, that's definitely a part of it as well, and what she's done with the injuries and just what they've been able to do to, like, stay a contender. Um, yeah, it's. I think regardless, like, they'll be a great series. Um, it'll be, no matter who they play, it'll be, Sunday and Tuesday in New York. I already bought my tickets to those games Amazing. again. Yeah. Um, literally, like, walking home from the train, I was like, oh, shit, I bet they're up. So, like, hurried up, went <laughs> online and grabbed those. So, I'll be attempting to tweet from the games again, even though I was having heart palpitations last night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my God. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. Like, this is the first time – Except for, like, college basketball. I've been to a ton of conference tournaments and, like, March Madness. This is the first professional, like, playoffs I've been to. And it's just been awesome. Like, New York's really showing out. Like, I saw, like, in front of me last night, there was a dad with, like, his little girl. Like, she, like, was barely even speaking. But, like, he had her out there, like, experiencing it, taking pictures of Ellie and stuff. Like, yeah. And I don't, I don't know why I always felt like I was waiting for the train and I saw like two guys that clearly come from the games. They had the rally towels. But I was like, yeah, dudes, like show out. Like every, like it's just, everyone's coming out. Everyone's loving it. Like it's just, it, it's awesome. And for all yeah. the people that were saying New York sports are in the gutter, like, no, oh my not. goodness. Yeah, no. There was a video floating around last night, I think, from one of the reporters that was at the game. And like, between those videos, the videos you were posting, like it's very obvious people give a fuck about women's basketball in New York. Like, which is awesome. Yeah, that was just oh god, that was a very silly comment. But I don't want to give it too much energy. But 
I'm really looking forward to the semifinals. Like you said, I think they can only go up from here. Um, and I am definitely going to be glued to the TV for tonight's game just to see who they're going to be facing off with. And the first game would be Friday, Sunday, Sunday? Sunday at one o'clock, I believe. So nice. matinee, matinee viewing. It'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know what the Venn diagram is for football fans, celebrity fans. Uh, <laughs> I'm like but... here, but it's the Jets, so yeah. I'm good to miss a game. It's fine. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, care. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm not too worried about it. I just watch Red Zone. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get I'll get home for the four o'clock games. But I'm yeah, sure. the crowd on Sunday should be interesting. Hopefully, I mean, maybe more families can come out. Like. It is shocking how affordable, like, I think my, so I've been sitting in the end zone and my tickets were with fees, two tickets, it was less than 90 bucks. So less than 45 each, like that's to go to a playoff game. Like, yeah, I saw people posting awesome. like uh Ticketmaster screenshots and it was like $30 tickets or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, please go. Like I, so I'm going to be away, so I might actually miss the game, which sucks, but I'll definitely be re-watching it and, like, box score watching. But if you can go to the game, the tickets are so cheap. Like, it's a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, When I've gone and covered, like, the two regular season games I covered, the atmosphere is amazing there, too. Like, I cannot even imagine the postseason atmosphere. So please go. Please go, yes. if you can. But, all right. Any- Liberty, if you want to hit us up with yeah slash credentials we uh let us know shameless plug and we would love to give those away slash use those credentials um (laughs) but all right do you have any other parting words about the game do i have any i don't think so man i just hope hope they're getting some good rest today and then they just turn it the heck on you know yeah which i think they will again i ooh, the sun are scary but it's a one-stop one stop to the uh to the finals, which will just be incredible if they make it there. So let's yeah. get there. I also have nothing else to say except please don't do another like absolutely <laughs> yeah overtime performance again. I also, don't know. Yeah, could, I don't know. It was fun, know. but it, like <laughs> it was fun, but also I was like, I I don't think I'm built for this. What did we do? Why did we start a podcast? <laughs> I'm not built for this. Like, let's just delete um, it. <laughs> let's forget it ever happened. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Also, shout out to everyone who's been following us the last literally five days. Like, it's been awesome. Um, yeah. Definitely keep sending in, like, your thoughts and ideas, questions, whatever you want. We'll definitely keep doing these um, reaction pods, usually, probably usually day after games. Um but yeah, we're just having fun. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I'm Candice Pedraza, and I'm joined by Jess Reinhardt again. We will catch you guys Monday morning. Sweet. Later, y'all.